Hello and welcome to another episode of Amon Sheeran's Pirate Radio. Today we have recurring guest Elijah Taylor, fantasy football commissioner extraordinaire and host of the Wavy New Yorker podcast. Elijah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me on as always. It's a pleasure. All right. So I want to I want to do an NFL preview, but uh, before we do that, I want to start with our Knicks and Nets. Um, you're a Nets fan. I'm a big Knicks fan. Uh, where do you think the Nets are at going into the, the upcoming season? How do you feel? I mean, as a real fan, like of the team, I'm like, I'm whatever. I feel incomplete. I was ready to move on from Kevin Durant after like the antics he pulled this all season. I was ready to move off of both him and Kyrie Irving. Um, and I know Kyrie had the player option, so you know it is what it is. Let him play that out. I'm fine with that. But Kevin Durant, the whole like. I feel like the situation didn't really get resolved totally. I just feel like ultimately what's really happening is we're just pushing this down, kicking this can down the road, um, barring a really great season, which we've never seen from these guys because something always happens. They either always get hurt or, you know, take time away from the court. I don't see them. I don't see us doing much better than we have. And if we do, then we'll see, we'll, we'll readdress it. But for now I'm just kind of in wait and see mode right now personally right yeah you hope for the best because it's one of the most skilled duos in the nba so you know i wouldn't be surprised if they made a run but based on what you've seen you can't really expect that at this point yeah the x factor is ben simmons like yeah whatever ben simmons gives us will determine how far the team will go if ben simmons is like all-star defensive player of the year type caliber then we might be a top three top two team if not I don't know. Yeah, he just got his – like him and Kyrie just have to get their head straight and Kevin yeah. Durant. Not really his head straight, but he's just got to show up and be Kevin Durant. Yeah, when it matters. Right. Then obviously we had the trade, uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. Um, from a Knicks perspective, I liked obviously that we kept Toppin, Grimes, and quickly and our picks. Uh, yeah. I think for the short term, maybe we would have done better this year with Mitchell, but I think going forward those guys are all young. And uh, the pace could turn out to be big, especially, you know, with a team that's not, you know, that has an outside chance of making the playing game. It could be a really good pick for the next few years. So yeah. I'm excited. Uh, obviously, we I didn't want to give up RJ as most Knicks fans. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. We'll probably have a good pick next year. And going forward, you know, we're just continuing to build the team. I think the front office um, is finally in a good spot. So I'm excited. What do you think about the Knicks? Yeah, I agree. I think like a lot of there's like a lot of unnecessary outrage by a lot of like Knicks fans. In my opinion, it was like unwarranted. Like honestly, I felt like they offered a fair package for Donovan Mitchell. And you know, I don't even know if like the package Utah ended up getting for him was as great as what the Knicks was offering personally. Right. But, like I feel like ultimately it could have been a lot better what they could have done personally. Um, I think it's fine staying put. There's no need to rush trying to get somebody that, you know, like build off the core of your team. It's not, you never want to like trade future assets, especially for a team that's not established. Like you trade future assets if it's going to pitch you in a championship contender mode. And I feel like Donovan Mitchell was not going to make the Knicks a no. championship contender. At best, maybe you win one playoff series, but like he's not that type of player. So like, I think stay put for now, build the team properly, build around RJ, and you know uh brunson and see what happens yeah. you know yeah yeah i like i like the direction we're going in and i'm not like distraught like some Knicks fans were that we lost yeah. well. but uh moving on to the nfl um i think we go uh division by division and then pick who's gonna win 
Sure. Um, all right, so let me pull this up. We, I guess we can start with the AFC East. Uh, might be an easy, easy one to choose there, but who you have winning the AFC East? Yeah, it's Buffalo, and yeah. unless Josh Allen gets hurt, it's Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. I have um, I think it's going to be Buffalo, New England, Jets, Miami, and I think that's a good bet to, um, if you have it on your sports book to yeah. Jets to come in third. I think I had that at like four to one, so I think that's a, a solid. That's a good odds. I like that. Yeah. And then um, you want to do so NFC East. NFC East. I'm going to I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna pick somebody different. I'm gonna take the Washington football team. Here's why. All right. Carson Wentz, as bad as he pooped his pants at the end of last season, he was pretty decent from long parts. Um, this isn't a hard division to win. I think you could win it with 10 games. I think every other team kind of has a flaw. Like the Giants, Giants suck. The Cowboys really have a lot of questions with their offensive line. Uh, no more Amari Cooper defense being, you know, is it going to be as good? So there's a lot of red flags with Dallas. The Eagles, even though everybody has the Eagles prepped to win, I don't know if Jalen Hurts can do that this season, having a first-place schedule where you have to play, you know, the better teams. Well, no, they're in a second-place schedule, my bad. But still, like, I don't know if they'll be able to win certain games. Like, we'll see what happens. Is Jalen Hurts going to take that next step as a passer? Maybe they put everything around him. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You'll probably get good odds on that, too. Oh, right. definitely. The commanders now. No, um, commanders. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. I, it's hard to remember because, like, you got the Guardian. Change the name. Yeah, everyone's changing the name. So, all good. Um, let's – so, yeah, I, I'll probably get good odds on that. And then um, let's move to the AFC North. And the AFC North, I like the Bengals. Um, I think I bet them to win the division. Mm, interesting. So, for me – I hate betting the team that made the Super Bowl that lost. Usually there's always somewhat of a fall off. Even if they make it back, it's usually as like a wild card. And I think that's where I have the Bengals making it back as a wild card. I'm actually going to go with the Ravens. I think the Ravens had a really funky year last year where like everybody was just hurt. I think they'll have better injury luck. Um, You know, Lamar, I guess this is a contract year for him. Technically, he's going to, you know, do everything he can to break the bank. I think they're going to win the division. I don't think it, I think they'll win it. I don't think it'll be super close. I think they'll win a division and they'll take the AFC North. Yeah. I think there's three good teams in that division though, especially in the second half for the Browns. Yeah. With Watson back. If he wasn't a a deplorable human being and wants to probably take the the Browns to win the division. Totally agree. I don't know. I I think it's going to be too much of, a gap for him to make up because he's out for what 11 games now it was eight and now it's 11 right yeah 11 is pretty significant so even if jacoby split it's kind of it's tough that's no easy task for him yeah so to go 500 so yeah so i like your pick though um let's go afc south afc south hmm. so that's the texans the colts the titans and the jags I'm going to go and give the nod to the colts i actually like the situation for matt ryan um they're just a competent quarterback away from, you know, winning the division. They were last year. I think Matt Ryan, this system works perfect for him. They have great pass protection where he's such a great pocket passer when given time. This is probably the best offensive line he's had in years. Um, and, you know, they have some good skill players around him. We have Jonathan Taylor. The defense is really good, opportunistic. They'll get the ball to him in good spots. I, I like the I like the Colts. If I didn't pick the Colts, though, I would say the Jaguars. 
Really? Wow. Yeah. Do you think Trevor Lawrence can step up? Yeah, I, I like the Jaguars. They have that best like turnaround potential type of team, in my opinion. Are you low on the Titans? Yeah, I think the Titans are going to fall back this year. Um, there's a lot going on. You never like when your team drafts a quarterback behind, even though they didn't use high draft capital in Malik Willis. You never like that as a starter. I don't know how that's going to play in Tannehill's head. I also, you know, losing AJ Brown's kind of big. They, they really don't have receivers like that. Their first round receiver is kind of like, uh, Robert Woods coming off a torn ACL defense has taken a couple hits. So we'll have to really wait and see. I'm not really feeling the Titans this year. All right. Let's move to the AFC West Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. That's a fun division. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to give it to the Chargers this year. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think Herbert's that guy. I really do. I think he's that guy. I think the way they fell short last year, they lost so many winnable games. And it's a lot of it was really because of the coaching, you know, going for two in situations that necessarily wasn't warranted. So I think this year they're going to take a more systematic approach. Like, yeah, take the easy points, kick field goals when you need it. Stop going for it on fourth down all the time. On, you know, especially with like bad field position. So I think they'll learn from that. They'll win. It is such a talented team. Offensive line, I think they're one of the best units in the league. Probably got a top three quarterback. Receivers are good. Defense should take a step back and step up. I mean, they were so bad against the run that you can't be as bad two years in a row. So hoping that they could pl- uh, cl- plug those holes and they should be more formidable, I think. So I think they'll win it. Right, definitely. Um, so is there two wild card spots per conference? Isn't it three now? Three? Oh, okay. It's three oh, now, yeah. Kansas City could definitely. Kansas City, yeah, absolutely gets that other one. Yeah. All right, let's move to the NFC North, Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. <laughs> NFC North. So I will also throw a wrench in everybody's plans. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. Like and it. here's why. Um, out of all the teams in that conference, not – named the Lions. They have the most continuity coming in. They got the same team for the most part, same quarterback, same running back, same receivers. I think they'll be able to have a really hot start. I have them actually winning week one against the Packers. I think they'll be able to get out on a good start and, you know, they'll be able to manage. I think also having an offensive-minded head coach is going to do a lot better for the team because I think bulk of the team's best players are on offense. And before they were a defensive-based team and their defense isn't what it used to be. So I think they'll be good. I think they'll be a a formidable offense. And I think they'll be clicking faster than let's say the Packers weeks, like one through four. So yeah. And Rogers definitely isn't getting any younger. So absolutely. He's a, he's a great quarterback, obviously, but you know, you can't expect yeah. the same production from him year as he gets older. And we did the NFC East. So let's move to the NFC South Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Bucks. Let's throw another wild card. I'm going to go with the Saints and here's why. The Saints have been a thorn in Brady's ass since he's gotten to the NFC South, right? Like, I think for the most part, they've always beaten him, except for, like, maybe one time, I think, except, like, in the playoff game. They've had his number for whatever reason. And this year, like, those offensive line injuries are going to be really, like, I think an issue for Brady, specifically because it's not like it's the tackles. It's, like, inside. You know what I mean? It's, like, the interior. And that interior pressure coming up through the middle, it's hard. You want your quarterback to be able to step into his throws, step into the pocket and make those throws. That's what Brady wants to do. I don't think he'll be able to do that. So I think it's going to be a little bit of trouble for him. I think they'll still make the playoffs. I think they'll be a wild card, obviously, but it's a lot. You know, wide receivers change up. Chris Godwin coming off the ACL injury. Once again, that defense gets a little bit older. Like, we'll have to really see. I don't know. It's a little It's a little weird this year with them. I don't think they win the division, though. I would take the Saints. 
All right, I like it. And finally, we'll move to the final division, the NFC West, Cardinals, Rams, Niners, Seahawks. Yeah, very, very, very tough division usually, but I think actually it's going to be an easy division because of circumstance. So you have the Seahawks that are no longer good. You have the Cardinals who I think DeAndre Hopkins is out for like a fair amount of time because he was like taking PEDs. I'm going to go out on a lib and take the 49ers. And once again, here's why. They have Trey Lance, too. We don't know what Trey Lance is, right? We don't know if he's better than Jimmy G. We don't know if he's worse. The good news is that they've retained Jimmy G. Jimmy G is the, in case of emergency, break glass. Jimmy G, come save us. And the fact that we know what they can be with Jimmy G, we know the, the bottom line, that they'll be, you know, decent. The defense is going to be more experienced. They're going to be better. Um, you know, they brought back pretty much the whole squad, except for, I think, one of their guards. I think they'll still be able to run the ball effectively. They don't have any, like, massive issues. Whereas the Rams, you're coming back, you're playing a first-place schedule. <sighs> Stafford's having, like, you know, this little, like, nagging injury that he apparently has to deal with throughout the year. The running backs have soft tissue injuries, like last year coming into the season with. It's a bunch of things that I personally would say is a red flag. Granted, they did get Bobby Wagner. He's going to help that defense, but they, and they did lose Vaughn Miller. So we'll have to see. I don't know if they'll be as dominant as they were last year. So I'm going to go on a limb and say the Niners win the division. I think if Lance could be even remotely good, you know, and him being like a rushing threat, threat they could probably be a really hard team to beat. So I'm going to go with the Niners. For sure. Just to note, I took Cardinals under wins. Under wins? <laughs> he was like eight. I just too much stuff with Kyler and like Call of Duty and Kyler, yeah. And then it's like, are we sure Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach? Like, yeah, every year he always falls off a cliff midway. So I don't know if he's that great of a coach, honestly. So, yeah, 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 we'll see. All right. Uh, next on the agenda, we have our Jets and Giants again. We split uh, New York teams. You're a big Giants fan, I'm a big Jets fan. How do you feel about Daniel Jones? Uh, I think it's dead man walking and this year is going to pretty much expose him and he'll be gone. Like he is what he is. I think everybody knew what he was when we drafted him. Everybody thought it was a reach. Um, statistically up to now has proven that it's been a reach. He's not really that good. Um, I think they pit everything around him for him to be as successful as possible. I mean, I think the offensive line is pretty good in my opinion. When you look at the caliber of players that are on the line, um, you know, Saquon Barkley's looking a lot better this year in preseason. He looks like he's starting to get his stuff together. Um, you know, the receivers even, I don't think they're like the best, but they're not trash. You know, Kenny Galladay sucks, but you know, Kadarius Tony is a player. You're going to have Sterling Shepard back. Uh, they drafted Wandell Robinson out of Kentucky in the second round. Um, you know, there's weapons to throw to. It's just a matter of, are you going to be able to hit them? Are you going to be able to make the right throw? Are you going to be able to stop fumbling? Are you going to be able to stop throwing interceptions? And I don't know if he can. He has an offensive-minded head coach who will pit himself in every position to succeed. They have an offensive coordinator that came from the Chiefs brain, thr- brain, brain trust. So, like, there's no more excuses at this point. It's now or never. You have to show me something. So, I think he's on the way out. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. It's certainly a prove-it year for uh, Danny Dimes, and we'll see. You know, yeah, like you're saying, it's likely he won't be back next year. Yeah. Um, so I'm we're trying to find the win total here. I don't know if you know it off the top of your head. For the uh, I could pull it up. Usually it's nowhere. It's, it's usually the same every year. It's usually like a seven and a half. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. <laughs> I'll be honest, the New York Giants – 
between the Giants and Jets, if the under has been hitting for like the past like four or right. five years. Well, well. So I'm gonna just go on a limb and say I think they'll win more games than last year. What did they win? Like four games last year? I don't remember off the top of my head, but that's I think they win six this year. Seven's a little seven's a little rich. Eight? Absolutely not. No sh- Yeah, eight is kind of tough, yeah. It means like you're almost in the playoffs and yeah, that's one, not happening. No, definitely not. I might throw a little bit of money on that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. As a fan, if they go over eight, I'm happy. I mean, over seven, I'm happy. Yeah, so, so either way, you're happy. Either win money or... Yeah, know, just so. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Zach Wilson, I think uh, he improves this year. Um, he had some... Obviously, he has the injury, but I think he'll be back week one, week two. I think yeah. he had a good season. Um, as we I know, like Zach Wilson a lot, actually. He's shown flashes. I mean, he has a cannon of arm. He's mobile. I think it'll be fine. Like I said, I think as he gets more comfortable in the offense, like I said, it's something good about having the same coordinator on the, like the second year and having the same people around you. So I think he's going to be fine. I like the weapons that they've acquired. Um, you know, Elijah Moore going in year two. Um, they got Garrett Wilson at Ohio State, who I think is a stud. Even, you know, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, CJ Uzama, the offensive line, like I said, I think it should be pretty solid, honestly. And then, you know, they helped with the running game by getting um, Brees Hall, who I think was a stud at Iowa State. So I, I actually do like their team. I think their season over under is a little too low, five and a half. I think they'll win more than five games. I think they'll clear by it. Yeah. I think they win seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, as Zach Wilson matures in the league, he'll get smarter and learn to check the ball down. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, yeah, that's part of what it is. And I mean, when you look at some of their wins, some of their wins last year, like really impressive. Like they beat the Bengals, they beat the Titans, like they they beat playoff teams. So like, you know, I think they could do it. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely excited for week one starting Thursday. Any um, standouts in terms of value for any prop picks like MVP, offense, the rookie of the year? MVP, I think if you're big on the Chargers, you should take Justin Herbert. Um, in terms of rookie of the year, usually it's, it's almost always an offensive player award. I would go on a limb and take one of the running backs. So you're either looking at Brees Hall of the Jets, in my opinion, or you take um, Kenneth Walker. Is it the fourth or the second or the third? I forgot which iteration of Kenneth Walker he is, but he's in Seattle playing behind Rashad Penny. I don't know how soon he'll be able to touch the field. But if he is, I think he's both of those guys are like explosive running backs. And um, the only reason I would maybe lead a little bit more to Kenneth Walker is just really due to the fact that Seattle really wants to run the ball. That's what Pete Carroll is really trying to get behind. So there'll be a lot of opportunity for him, I think, even with Rashad Penny in the mix. Right. I like it. Awesome analysis as always. Do you have any picks in yet for week one? Uh, I was actually looking at a couple of things. I like the bills this week. They're like minus two and a half. Uh, love the Browns. I think they're dogs against Panthers. I think the Browns are going to destroy the Panthers. That's, yep. a, that's a sneaky bet. And then, um, uh, I can't remember what else did I see. I think I Ravens over that. Jets minus seven. I think the Ravens will yeah, I think I have that in too. blow them out usually like they usually do. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll probably have more as yeah. I really analyze it and get the injury reports. Yeah. I'll just pull up mine real quick. Um, I think I had the Ravens. Let me see. So we got uh, Niners minus seven against the Bears. I actually like the Bears in that spot. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of delay with a rookie. I don't think the Bears, I think the Bears are going to be awful, but seven's a lot. This could be, that could be one of those games that the final score is like three, seven. Like, yeah, I don't even want to touch it. <laughs> How do you feel about fields? Um, 
I think he's good. I think he's in the worst situation. I think he has the worst wide receivers in the NFL. I think he has the worst offensive line in the NFL, and he has a defensive-minded head coach. I think he's destined for failure. Yeah. And then I have um, Browns money line over the Panthers. Yeah, I love the Browns. Love the Browns. Love them. Saints minus five and a half against the Falcons. Like that. Uh, Patriots money line. They're getting three against the Dolphins. I don't think money line over the Dolphins. They just always... That's a tough game. I didn't want to touch that game, but it is a tough game to really gauge. Another one that most people won't ride it, but I'm going to try it just because why not? Give me the Detroit Lions plus three and a half against the Eagles. They're at home. I don't know. The Lions are feisty. That's all I'm going to say. The Lions are feisty. We'll have to see. Yeah, I don't want to give into the hard knocks like hype, but I like the Lions. They have a really good offensive line, really good backs, and I think Jared Goff is like actually pretty serviceable. Underrated. Give me time to throw. Yeah, he's a solid quarterback. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited for that. Those would be my three. The Detroit fans deserve it. And my last pick going against the Jets. Um, <laughs> Ravens. Seven and yeah. Nine. yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ride that as well. Yeah. I just think that line could be like 10. And, and Only other one I would touch is Vikings plus one and a half. I just money lined them against the, the Packers. Okay. If, yeah. if you want to catch the Packers before everybody find out that maybe they are trash, it's now or never. Who knows? Right. Because then the lines will shift. Exactly. So. All right. Before I let you go, um, so you, you said before this you're going for a run, and I saw on Strava that you're going to give it like one last push, barring yes. outside injuries. So talk a little bit about that. Do you have a race on the schedule? Uh, I don't have any races on the schedule. So my goal right now is to get back into shape. If I get to a point where I feel like I'm like, solid maybe i'll sign up for the staten island half marathon to maybe give myself a chance to qualify for new york city's new york city marathon in 2023 but it's really just more of a field like i'm, I'm coming off a broken bone in my foot back in may so it's been a lot of you know on and off prior to that i broke my arm so i'm just trying to really string together enough consistent runs for me to get back because i know i'm still in there i know i still got it it's just more so like staying healthy and not rushing myself back so just really trying to be patient and build up so um in a perfect world if i'm feeling good after another two or three weeks i'll sign up for the staten island half marathon that's in october so and what see would, what happens what would you have to run in the half to qualify for the new york based on i don't know if the standard is still the same but back when i used to run it was like 119 118 or uh, sub 120 i think 120 under so what's that like seven uh the sixes i don't know i feel like i I'm not sure. No, 145 is eight minutes. So I'm bad with like pace charts. Like usually, I, 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 this. yeah, I kid you not. Like literally the last time I was off pace, I was going to hit like 123. And I was like, oh, I got to drop like six something for the last three miles. And I just did it because yeah, I had it in me. But yeah, I don't really pay attention to pace. Like I just want to be in it and be in position. Like when you're running with people, I just try to like pass as many people as i can and that yeah. usually keeps like 100 me... meters yeah yeah that usually keeps me on pace to what i need to get to so hopefully that's the case so we'll see what happens. before i um got a full-time job and i was just coaching i had signed up for the, the um, bay ridge half which is october 1st nice like thinking i would be running every day and i had my first run today so i have three, <laughs> three and a half weeks of training so i want to run like nine ten minute pace just get it done and then and I feel that that's how I felt freaking going to running camp with like one week of training. And I'm yeah. like, uh, this is going to suck. Yeah. So it's a little it scary, did. but yeah, I wish yeah, I could. you have time. Yeah. yeah. You have time. You have more time than I did. So you should be fine. Just got to be consistent. 
yeah, can't miss no more days every day yeah and then i'll be happy just to finish and then kind of reassess my training from there so we'll see so you on that best of luck keep me posted on that one yeah i will i'll be up on strava everything so we'll keep in touch and then elijah thank you as always for your expert analysis oh and before we go um how'd you feel about your fantasy draft i know you're the commissioner of my league uh i like my first three picks don't like my bench um i'm one injury away from going oh it's 13 no 14 games I'm one injury away from going 0-14 in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. I do like my top three picks, really top heavy. But uh, outside of that, eh, got to wait and see. I'm very quarterback dominant. I uh, took a shot on Josh Allen in the second round. I probably Everybody could- in the league was like, "What's? why did he take Josh Allen so early? What's going on? Who is this guy? So, yeah. Freaked out the league a bit, but new to the league. But um, yeah, I, I took a shot, and I probably could have got him around later. But you live and you learn. But I'm excited for the league, and um, I actually got a, a B grade. I wasn't the worst draft. There you go. That's all that matters. They don't like me. They have me projected to finish ninth. So clearly, you did I'm, something I'm better one than ahead me. Of you, actually. So if so, yeah, he won out of the playoffs. Seven teams make it out of fourteen. Yeah, so, tough. It's yeah. hard to do it in a deep league. In deep league, it's the draft is the most important part. It's yep. really hard. Yeah, 14-man so. league. Shout out to the EFFL, yes. uh, Experimental Fantasy Football League. Shout out to everyone. Um, we'll be appreciate that. Uh, yeah, you're a great commissioner from what I've seen so far. So I try, I try. Hopefully, yeah. I can maintain it. Looking forward to making the weekly updates. So stay in tune for that. No, I appreciate it. Thanks as always, and uh, enjoy your run. Thank you, brother. As always, best of luck. Peace.